Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with another episode of Bro Sapiens Podcast. We got taken down, got a warning on YouTube. Uh, so we were, quote unquote, spreading medical misinformation. Um, we're thinking about appealing it. We're not sure yet, but I think we should appeal it just because we um, cited sources. Um, we didn't give anybody any clinical guidance whatsoever. Um, we And you guys know what it's about for sure. Um, we didn't give any clinical guidance whatsoever. We didn't uh, misguide anybody. Uh, we were just a- anecdotally speaking and also uh, talking in regards to people's experiences and things that we've seen on an exper- on an experience level, nothing on a on a on a level of trying to teach or trying to lead. So that's what I got to say about that. We'll appeal it and we'll see how it goes. What's going on, brother? Nothing much, man. Just feel good to be back. I like this new weather that we got. It's not too hot, huh? Nah, it's not that bad. Feels great, man. It's not that bad. Yeah. How was Mexico, bro? Mexico, man. You know, last day, last night I was there, which would have been Sunday night. It was so nice. They had, they had a little cold front come through, which kind of offset it. So it was just warm, but, uh, it was nice. The last night there was like this, this little breeze going and it was like 88 degrees. It was so nice. But the first two nights we got there, I guess a small storm had rolled through. Ooh, so it was probably humid. It was like 85% humidity on the humidity index with like 101, 98 degrees. It was horrible, dude. It was weird because you'd stay inside the house and they all got like mini splits and they see going. So you're like, okay, this is pretty nice out here. You know, it's like 60, 70 degrees inside the house. Dude, as soon as you open that damn door, dude, it was literally like when you're opening up the oven to check up on your meatloaf, dude. Ugh. Boom, it would just hit you like, oh my God. You'd That's start, terrible. dude, by the time you get from like that 200 foot trek from like the front door to like your car, you're already glistening, dude. Yeah. Your forehead's glistening, dude. You shower, you shower, and then you go outside and you shower again, huh? Dude. And then, yeah, and then it's so hot over there. You know, in Mexico, most places, uh, for the majority, you have to turn on the whatever heating source you're using to heat the water there, you know, like yeah. turn on the propane or whatever heat source you're using there. It's not like here, you know, the plumbing's a little different. Yeah. It's a little more primitive. But, uh, dude, right now it's so hot over there and humid that if you turn the water on all the way on cold, the heat from the outside offsets it. So when it comes out, it comes out perfect, dude, because the plumbing's already so hot outside. So when the, when the cold water hits, it's probably like 75 degree, 80 degree water. Damn, that's it's ridiculous. Insane. Yeah, it gets pretty bad down there, man. It's it's really crazy how 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 bad it is when it's when he when that fucking high heat is coupled with with humidity. I mean, a lot a lot of people complain about like Florida and shit like that, but bro, it's fucking bad down here too, dude. Low key. Yeah, even Paso's bad, but no one's got Mexicali beat, bro. Like as far as the city goes, no. Not that that's a good thing, but it's just uh, the word is disgusting. That's how I would explain the heat down there. It is. It's so uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. And it's like so, I mean, it is so like in your face, bro. Like it just, it completely like, it's something you've never felt before. I don't think people understand unless they've actually been, but it's, it's nothing you've ever felt this before. It's like out of this world. And keep in mind, I went in tech, I went in August. I mean, in September, September 4th through 6th or whatever. Could you imagine, let's say, july 25th it's probably ridiculous like 117 with 117 with 50 percent humidity dude you're not going for a jog no unless you want that to be your last day alive 
Yeah, and it's like it's so crazy. Like I see my cousins working out and shit. Like I got a I, I got a couple like I got a couple dudes that I follow that are like amateur boxers in Mexicali, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, bro, how the fuck are you running right now? Why are you running? You know, it's like holy shit, bro. Like it's insane. Like the the durability of those people down there is unmatched. Oh man, and then the concrete guys down there, I'm tripping, dude. <laughs> Just putting up cinder block after cinder block. Lucetas, fuck Dude, and they got to be really fast because if you ever dealt with blocks and any type of concrete work, dude, when you make the mezcla, when you make your mix, dude, it dries fast here. Now, imagine if it's 120 outside with coupled with uh, humidity, that mix is going, dude. It's setting off, so you better hurry up. You can't, like they say, concrete waits on nobody. No, just imagine in a desert city. Pretty much just imagine what I would think is Las Vegas heat and add 50% humidity to that, right? Yeah, it's pretty bad, dude. I mean, like, it's it's really crazy. Like, we've we've gone over there sometimes in the brink of of the summer, like, when it's it's balls bad. I mean, people, the the most popular things down there now that they finally finally got with it, bro, uh, you can rent these big old huge um, uh, fans that you connect the hose to. Oh yeah, and I've seen the, those. Oh, are cool. man, yeah. My dad's gonna buy one for my grandma, dude. We we went to one of those. We went to an outside like little lounge, like a beer garden type thing. You know, just have like live music. You just sit there and you drink your tecates and all that stuff, right? Your your cerveza indio. But they had one of those, dude. But the, that, it was just it could it, it couldn't keep up with. It. it was just too hot. Hell yeah, it was still coming out somewhat warm. Yeah, I bet. It's ridiculous, dude. Like it's you gotta, they had to th- they had to start throwing ice in that thing, dude. And I know I've said it like like five or ten times already, but it's really ridiculous. Like you cannot score the fact of how bad it is. Like it is extremely bad. It's it's so it's crazy, dude. Like I don't I think the one I honestly put that place up against like India and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that it was it's actually top five hottest in the world. Yep. I forgot what it where to measure by. I was looking at it. I think we looked it up one time on the podcast. I came across like I came yeah. I think we did. It came recently. Came across like one of my feeds. Forgot what it was, but it was like top five. Yeah, it's pretty bad, dude. It is very bad. And then like over there too, like it's not, dude. The Fahrenheit doesn't like trickle down either. Like if you're dealing with like eighty degrees, seventy degrees with humidity, it's still pretty bad. But then you add a hundred and one or a hundred and three on top of that, and it's like, bro, like, are you serious? And then the trees aren't very good, and you got mesquites and shit. Yeah. <laughs> no. No coverage. No shade coverage. You go under that damn tree, dude, you're lucky if it's five degrees cooler. I don't think that's happening over there. At my mom's, at my grandma's house in Mexico, in Mexicali, they have a really nice mesquite. I mean, it's the way my grandpa, I may mean, rest in peace, the way he pruned it mm-hmm. was so smart. Like, it's pruned all across like this, like an overhead. Yeah. I mean, the, just the way he did it was fucking amazing. Kind of like those... What are those? Joshua trees? Yeah, or kind, of, or kind of how they trim those Japanese, or they like cherry trees? Sort of, yeah. But it's so crazy how he got it. Oh, it's so crazy how he got it to look like he just made it look like a like a straight plane across. Like a damn yeah. baseball cap. <laughs> yeah, but it's such a big tree. It's a beautiful tree. Yeah, you can hear the cicadas nice. on them and shit. And then, yeah, and then the cool thing is that when he trims those every year or whatever, once he does his pruning, he could use that for barbecuing. When you used to, you mesquite barbecuing is so good, man. Mm-hmm. So good. I wonder how he did it. I wonder how he made it look like that. He just kept. I think just year over year, you know. 
just kept you doing keep it. Growing the, what do they call it? You keep growing the copa. You keep raising it and raising it, the canopy of the tree. Yeah. Yeah, it's super, it's, it's super hard to find coverage down there. And it's because it's a desert, dude. Yeah. It's, it's a city above the desert. And it's like, I mean, he got he's ugly as fuck, dude. Oh, yeah. That's what I tell people. I'm like, it's ugly, bro. When I say I'm going to Mexico, I'm like, when I go to Mexico, it's, when I say have fun, is because the city itself is fun. There's a lot to yeah, do. Yeah. And we but, hold a, a an emotional connection to it because we're from there. You know, our families yeah. grew up there. And But if you're going there to look at some scenery, not going to happen. Nah, hell no. What's the scenery there? Two out of 10? <laughs> Only because if you go to Rumorosa, I guess it kind of carries it when it snows on there. Just yeah. some mountain peaks. I mean, th- th- there isn't. There's places in Baja California that are fucking phenomenal, but Mexicali itself is a nightmare, dude. No, it's, there's it, it's disgusting. It's nothing but a concrete jungle, pretty much. And not even a concrete desert. Yeah, it's really bad. And, the, and then some canales in the hood, which you don't want to be there after 10 p.m. No, no. I mean, the, I'd say as far as violence and crime in the outskirts by the canales, probably an eight or nine. Yeah. Like, you think Chicago something. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. Don't look at anybody sideways over there. Not, dude. You don't want to get outside the city there. There's places where you want to go to the outskirts when you go to Mexico. Mexicali's not one of them. Not Remember that one time when we went and we drove into, like, a wrong neighborhood? Oh, dude. I was terrified. Remember? And we had a... And there, yeah, I remember it was, like, a dark alley, like, at 1.30 in the morning or 2 in the morning. Yeah. And we're in America. The most American-looking car, a white Volvo. <laughs> And then we go into this, and it was like a one-way alley, huh? Narrow. Yeah. Like, I remember because we had a – you couldn't turn around. You Where were we going? What, did Kevin just take a wrong turn or something? I think we took a wrong turn because the lighting was so bad. And it kept getting worse. And then we're like, this shit's – I remember it was so bad you couldn't do a three-point turn and turn around. We had to back out of there, right? Yeah, it was bad, dude. One or two in the morning, dude. Right after some guy bummed a cigarette off of you at the taco spot. He shit. was cool, though. And then some kid, we almost witnessed a kid die while his mom was gossiping on the phone, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. And she was so nonchalant about this shit. She was like, Comadre, ya me tengo que irse, me va a el niño. Just like, no big deal. Remember me and you and Kevin just stopped eating and we're like, dude, this kid's going to die. Yeah, dude. He was fucking choking. Well he, well, he was a little fat. He was a little fat Mexican kid. And to be fair, like, they were fucking letting him go ham on the sand, on the tacos, dude. Did you know, you know how in Mexico they give you those plastic platos and they have like a little like... The pla- the plates are wrapped in plastic. Yeah, like the plastic bags you get produce, you get your produce with. Yeah, that they're that, they're wrapped the in that. Store, yeah. And then they have a, a piece of parchment paper on top, like a square of parchment paper. Mm-hmm. For some reason, that's how they give it because it's easy to just rewrap it instead of washing them. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty smart. It's smart, yeah. And they keep the same plates. And it's funny because that kid, if you notice, bro, he had like two plates stacked next to him, and he was downing four more tacos, dude. And that kid had a sav- had a savage tongue bro like as far as like like ordering he was the shit bro he got he ordered oh yeah he ordered sorry the lions and the chiefs are playing right now I hope the lions fourth quarter it. five minutes left 21 detroit 20 kansas city so that was my guess hope the lions pull this off yeah the, the, the lions are fighting tonight man i was excited they got uh, montgomery um from the from chicago he came off of his worst year last year he still managed 800 yards and he had five touchdowns, which is a career low for him. But I like Montgomery. He's a savage, dude. He's a running back. But anyways, that kid had a savage tongue, bro. Like he was a connoisseur of sorts. He fucking, he, he asked for fucking, I even remember, dude. He asked for three more tacos at Tripa, man. Oh, it's not common for kids to like Tripa. No. 
Like you, could, you could tell that's why he was shaped like that. I'm not trying to be mean, man. No, nah, he was. He knew his thing, bro. He knew what how was to he order. From like, between eight and ten. Yeah, Six. seven, seven ish. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, eight or ten. You're right. Yeah, he was fat, bro. That fat little. He was cute. Yeah, he, he was. Cute. He was pretty big. He's he's a cute kid, but he wasn't cute when he was choking and dying, though. No, bro. He was like thirty more seconds. We would have just witnessed that. But the mom went over there, fucking did the whole finger swap. Which uh, is crazy because... little fish hook with the index finger, huh? Yeah, which is crazy because you're not technically supposed to do that. Makes it worse sometimes, doesn't it? Yeah, that's like a very, very last resort thing to do. It like lodges it in your throat even more. Exactly. If you're going to fish hook, you better know what you're doing. And then the dad also, I guess, he was more concerned, but he was just sitting there screaming at his wife instead of doing something. Yeah. Well, it's scary, bro. Like, you don't know what to do. Like, I wonder if he was choking like on the... Green onion or the taco meat? No, the tripa, I think. Because it depends how he was making it. <laughs> if he was making it gummy, yeah. I've, I've almost choked before on, like, gummy tripa. Or if you got a piece that wasn't cut right? No, it's not like, it's not like, like como goma. Yeah. Sometimes when you're chewing it, so that's probably what it was. They're just running out the clock. He's short. They got three time though, and a two-minute warning. Well, they don't want to use them though. Is the problem they want to they yeah. they want to waste the clock? But that's too crazy. I mean, Mark Grable will go for it. Mark Grable, he'll go for it, dude. It's crazy how how big of an influence. Well, I guess because it's right there on the border. But how much crazy of an influence of California or the U.S. has on those Mexican border cities like Mexicali? Mm-hmm. Like you go to all these like you as you're driving by, you already see the NFL posters are up at the old outside bars. <laughs> it says like we're playing all the games starting this day and that day. Happy hour all surrounded. Or, Around Thursday night football, Monday night, Sunday night. It's cool, man. NFL in Espanol. Yeah, no, but football's getting big, dude, in Mexico. For sure. Yeah, there's a lot of amateur teams now. Yeah, there is. There is. Cool. There's a lot. Isaac Alarcon from the Cowboys, that's where he came from. That's sick. Isaac Alarcon. That's that big boy, huh? He doesn't play. He's on the practice squad, but he's made played. It, he's played. He's played a couple games though. They moved him up to starter. But to um, make it though, that's. But they like him, dude. There's some guy from Africa too, right? Uh yeah yeah he's he's a cornerback yeah he's a cornerback but um nah just uh, Jerry Jones is a piece of shit bro but he knows business he keeps him around because mm-hmm. he knows he's good for publicity because the Cowboys have a page called Somos Cowboys and they always be posting that fool and like little interviews with his family and shit that's pretty cool they're hella smart yeah they love the NFL down there dude my godfather down there loves uh loves the NFL I forgot what the, I think he goes for the Patriots. No, the Buccaneers. He just, I don't know who he goes for now because he follows whoever Brady was on. So who knows where he goes for now? Yeah, no, it's a, my uncle too. Like my uncle, they hella try to understand it. Like they like it. They don't understand it, a lot of them, but they like it. Yeah. It seems like down there, the, all the most border, uh, most of the border, uh, state teams are, is what's like next. I saw, I saw, we saw a few guys just all charger dripped out. Yeah. You only see Chargers. Cowboys and Raiders. Cowboys and Raiders. Yeah. I, the Chargers make sense because they used to be in San Diego for so long, you know? Yeah. And then I guess they just stuck with them. And I guess they like the streetwear from the Chargers. And the, Cow- and the Raiders, that's just, you don't need to talk about that. Black. <laughs> Silver and white. and Silver and white and black. A cholo aesthetic around it. Mm-hmm. And the Cowboys, you got Texas, the whole border of Mexico, too, of the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. And the star. It's iconic. Yeah. And it's you, interesting and, how... Well, then you had rappers like Aqua. They would wear Chargers jerseys, Cowboys jerseys. They would wear everything. The, to them, it was a style thing. Really? They look cool. I, I I used to like how they looked with the leather gloves and shit. Mm-hmm. They, that, that shit, they look cool. 
And then Little Rob, he knows where the Chargers drip. I think he was the uh, Chargers fan. Yeah, Little he Rob was from Diego, wasn't he? Yeah, from Diego, from Diego. But yeah, dude, it's crazy. Like it, the 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 football scene's tearing it up, and I mean they play. In Mexico City, um, once a year sometimes. Oh, yeah. The NFL, not. yeah. The Stadio Azteca? Yeah. It's usually the Raiders, right? Raiders or the Cowboys? Usually. I think the last one was Raiders versus Steelers, right? I think so. Like, I, I don't remember, to be honest. I know the Jaguars have gone down there. Mm-hmm. But it really doesn't matter, bro, like who the, anybody plays. It's a trip. But. Yeah, I can't believe we're watching the first game right now. It just It kind of just hit me. Excited, oh, dude. dude. That's, what, that's, that's why I wore the shirt today, dude. The Chargers shirt. Really? Had to. I was like, this shit's going to be ready been, this weekend. I've, I started watching it earlier when I got off work because I had to go pick up my son at soccer practice. Um, and then I started watching it and I was like, oh, man, it just feels different. It, it, just, it just feels different, bro. Like crazy different. Um, in a good way or a bad way? In a good way, man. Yeah, I love, I love Preseason it. just don't hit the same. I don't even watch it, bro. I'll just go on Me my phone either. and look at the recap real quick you know like okay that's cool i don't really care herbert's coaching so travis kelsey's probably tripping the fuck out he couldn't play i saw that dude he's hurt bad he well he was pushing to play sounds like he's out for like at least three games he'll probably suit up next time he because he was he was pushing to play tonight because he was saying he wasn't that bad but the coach said fuck that Mm -hmm. which is better i mean it's just the first game yeah I, i would i would i honestly if i was his coach because it sounds like he was gonna, he wanted to play that. He said it's not that bad. Any any football player is gonna say that, obviously. But so yeah, false start number seventy four. Fuck out of here. Let's see. Get the call. Offense. Ooh, it should be a referee, baby. Bro, I'm, I'm fucking about it too. I'm dude. fucking sick with the fucking calls, bro. I see them shit all the time. I see like, bro, look at that hold. Bro, look at that PI. And it's usually There's so that. many that they miss, dude. It's ridiculous. But I guess that goes both ways sometimes, though. Yeah. Sometimes you see something for your team like, oh fuck, this is going back. And then no one picks it up. You're like, hell yeah. You're like, bro, we got lucky on that but one. You almost feel bad and you're like, fuck, that shouldn't have counted. You're like, fuck it, I guess. I don't feel bad. Fuck that. The Cowboys get fucked all the time. Oh. I don't feel bad. The Cowboys get screwed from refereeing bad, dude. People say, no, they don't. Fuck, yeah, they do. Bro, that happens I, to the Chargers every time we play the Raiders. Dude, the Chiefs are dropping so many passes. It's ridiculous. But see, that's the bad thing. You know, that's like the that's like the pro and the cons of playing a quarterback. Like, all these passes. And, and I know Patrick Mahomes isn't very, like, liked. But, dude... All these mistakes are just the receivers not catching shit. And then, he's putting them in the basket, dude. And then the worst part is he fell in the pocket, it crashed down, he got out of the pocket and still made that play for just for him to drop it. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Poor quarterbacks is like it's like a pro and a con. It's a, you know, it's like the high it's the, the highs are highs, but the lows are really low. Yeah. Really low. Who do the who do the Cowboys got this weekend? Giants Sunday night. I think the Chargers have Wait, a belt. No. Sunday night, bro. Oh my god, five twenty, bro. I don't even give a fuck who's on playing Sunday night. I'll still watch it, bro. Like I it pumps you. me up. I'm that way with Monday night football too. Monday night, yeah, because there's nothing to do on Monday night, you know. So it's like if you're kind of chilling, you find yourself chilling around that time. Have you noticed that Don comes off topic? Have you noticed that Don commercials are never washing fucking dishes? No, they're always washing ducks. A stupid duck, huh? Fucking mallard, huh? Yeah, they're always washing ducks and they never wash plates. Look. 
Oh, never mind. That's funny. Now they're watching it, but it's Don Platinum. There's the fucking duck again. That's like their staple, Mark. Está bonito. Por anda? Duck's fucking good. Ever had duck before? Yeah, I've had it. No, oh, one that was way too greasy. Así me gusta. It was good, though. That shit's good you as there. fuck. Where? Remember that one time we went camping that year? And there was like an Asian family that was camping next to us. And we had let them borrow firewood or something. Oh, yeah, so yeah. So when they went fishing, I guess they killed a duck, which isn't allowed. They killed a big-ass duck or two. And they came back and cooked it at the campsite. And then they brought us the plate. And we're like, man, this is greasy. It was good. <laughs> Look, the E-Trade commercials are back with the babies. That's pretty cool. Those are the best commercials, bro. Yeah, it looks like Caleb Presley. Oh, yeah. But what were we talking about? Football being back, dude. The Cowboys yeah, dude. playing the... The Giants. The Giants. Oof. What a way to start the season, huh? Hey, easy. The easy. Chargers we got. I don't want to say too the much. Dolphins, I believe. I don't want to say too much because you never know, but but the, but Dak's never lost against the Giants. He's lost once. Hopefully, it's not another one. Yeah. We'll see, man. Dak gets a lot of flack. I feel like the Chargers and the Cowboys, not just because it's our team, they both had a pretty decent season last year. Yeah. For us, it's the same problem. It's just our quarterbacks try to falter in the playoffs and... We make hopefully, shitty mistakes, but hopefully they come back hungry to get get their bunny back. You know, yeah, it's weird, man. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Look at Travis Kelsey; he's chomping at the bit. He's so pissed off. What's your prediction for the Cowboys this year, uh, schedule wise? How do you think they'll end up? I don't know, man. We, uh, you know, we positive for sure. Positive for sure, but the problem is. I like Dak. I even have his jersey, two jerseys from him. It's just I don't know which Dak is going to show up. It's also kind of getting scary when you say Detroit doing this good. Well, Detroit did good last year also at the end of the season. I mean, they've won eight of their last ten. So, I mean, they're not that bad. I mean, they started off bad, but we know in football it's not how you start. It's how you finish. You know, you it's better yeah, to get – look at that, now. dude. Look at that. Look at all the tipped passes on Patrick Mahomes. Look at – he didn't even pull that in, bro. You can't. You got. We can't make this shit up, man. But <laughs> I know I couldn't do it. But we're talking about high level athletes. Yeah, yeah, they should no, be able to do it, bro. It's like these guys are millionaires, bro. These guys are professional. Anything thrown to their basket, they should catch it, bro. The only thing the choice should do here is not give the ball back to Mahomes. No, if they if they get the ball back, I guarantee you they're winning. Oh, dude, Montgomery's a little fucking tank, dude. Guarantee Chiefs get the ball back, they win this game. Oh, yeah, dude. Patrick Mahomes is a magician. Most people would be like, oh, there'll, there'll be a minute left when they get it back. It's over. No. A one minute and 47 seconds right now is third down and about four. Uh, if you give Mahomes more, I would say more than, I'd say 50. 20. I'll say, I'll say even 20. Yeah. If he hasn't, with two with the timeout, you're giving him three plays. At least. And then the way he scrambles and the way he can, you know. More than 20 seconds? Nah, you don't count Mahomes out. Nah, he's good, yeah, man. I don't know. Goff is undefeated versus Mahomes. Mm, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Stone Cold Steve Austin, dude. I know Mark Grable. You know he used to play football too. He's a fucking big guy. I think the Chargers are going to end up positive. I'm pretty confident about that. And my prediction is there it is. First play, first down. I like to keep it real too. Not those people are like, oh no, we're going 16 and one. Yeah. You know, people. I'll see the Chargers. My prediction. 11 and, 11 and 6. I don't like throwing predictions because I don't know what Dak's going to show up. But the thing that I don't like is that Dak always fucking shows out against shitty teams. And then he keeps it neck and neck with good teams. And then 
I don't know, man. It's just it's just difficult. I mean, he but, but when he plays good against when he plays good against above 500 teams, you're like, "Bro, this guy's going to the Super Bowl." Yeah. Like this guy's a fucking savage. Mm-hmm. But it's just like you never know what Dak's going to show up. So that's why I don't know. I usually say positive at the very minimum like just above just, just above 550. But I don't. They already dipped them with the water. <laughs> That's a lot of time left, man. But um, I don't. I don't give a prediction on that just because I don't. Oh, totally. I'm. A, I've been a Cowboys fan for years, and all I know is it's like a roller coaster. The highs are highs, and the lows are very fucking low. Incredibly yeah. low. Oh, dude, that shit's funny, dude. They pulled it off. Twenty-one twenty. He's telling the Jared Goff is telling the fans, let me hear it. It's over, man. They won. Kansas City started off season 0 1. Yeah. That's crazy. But, the, but, it's, but it's Kansas City, bro. This doesn't matter. They had a bad start last year, remember? Doesn't matter how you start. Remember they were like they were like two and two and four at one point last year, remember? And that yeah, and that and that shit that game wasn't Patrick Mahomes' fault, dude. I mean, from what I saw, there was a lot of tipped passes. There was a, yeah, there was at least five dropped ones. We've seen three in this in this little bit of time in this neck of time. That's good for the Lions. They deserve. It. I feel like Detroit's gone through a lot, dude. Well, like you said, yeah, they 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 finished off the season good. They 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 retired uh, Aaron Rodgers from Green Bay. Well, even that that city in general, dude. Oh, that used yeah. to be the most thriving city there was in the U.S. Like growing, like when they had Motor City going on there, all every Ford, Chevy, Pontiac, Dodge, yeah. everything. Remember when they remade the three hundred? Yeah, the and they Chrysler. were like, what, "What was it like?" Uh, how man's Bentley. Well, what what would they say? Like, it, how, that, didn't it have like a crazy amount of like eight horsepower? They had like five, like six hundred. Nah. Yeah, it was something the, crazy. The new one does. It, it was something crazy. I remember seeing the. You can get the SRT Hemi one. I remember seeing the commercial and it said like Detroit Muscle, like some fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah, those commercials were sick back then. Uh, yeah. And, and remember, now remember the Mustang. The Ford had to like, come out with the Mustang, and there was like. It was like a Mustang doing donuts in a parking garage or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Nah, dude, it was crazy. Like, I feel like Chevy's never been good at making commercials. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Usually it's always Ford and Ram. They're always emotional. And the Ram had good commercials too, you know? Well, they're always emotional. Like, I don't understand why why they're Chevy, so emotional. Like a rock when you're... It's like, bro, this is so dumb. They're, they're they're just so emotional. Like there's always like some kind of crazy person. Di- there's always some person dying. There's always like really like sob story. Yeah, and then at least the Ram ones are kind of straightforward. Just like Ram, four hundred and five horsepower. Da, 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 you know, and the Fords are like, we don't raise the bar. We are the bar. Shit like that. Yeah, you know? Ram Ram's always like fucking. Something. Ram's always them fucking like off roading. That kind of the shit. Ram and Ford ones are always they always went at it. Like you're saying, like the Chrysler one will be doing burnouts, or then the Mustang will be doing burnouts. But you didn't see no cool. I guess the only cool one you saw was when the Termin- when uh, Transformers had the Bumblebee or whatever. Oh yeah, Walmart. Walmart had the Bumble uh, Transformers for a minute too. Yeah, you know I never got into Transformers too much as far as the movies go. I used to love watching the. I used to love playing with the toys and watching the cartoon. Yeah, Transformers, robots in disguise. Or whatever that was. Yeah, nah, the movies were alright. It's just I don't know. I like the first one, but that happens with everything. Like the Fast first the one. The first one's always the one, and then you they never learn their lesson. 
Yeah, especially Fast and Furious, too. That first one's just legendary. Did we talk about movies? Like, did we talk about Blue Beetle and all that? We did, huh? No, we haven't talked about Blue Beetle. You said you are going to watch it. Oh, I did it? Well, yeah, I spent the weekend at the movies. Really? We didn't talk about it? No. And I, and I, went, and I went to the movies that weekend, too. I the, saw the, the, the weekend that it was like $4? Yeah, I saw the the dog one. Which one? One with the little dog to talk. What's it called? With Jamie Foxx, Will Ferrell. Oh, I, strays. I know. Yeah, strays. Yeah, I went to the movies. I took the kids, and we spent the whole fucking day at the movies, bro. What'd you end up watching? We saw, uh, we saw Blue Beetle. We saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and we saw Barbie. And then me and my wife went and saw Oppenheimer at night. I mean, when I was telling you at the movies all day, I was all day. So from like twelve to ten. Ten from ten to nine. Hey. Yeah, it was cool though, man. It was good, dude. Blue Beetle, like in my opinion, I've been I've been seeing a lot of shit. Fir- is that the first one you saw? <laughs> yeah, it was so good. That was the one with the knock or whatever his name is, right? Was uh, what's the kid's name? Cholo. Cholo. Cholo Madueña. Mm-hmm. Family, bro. He's my family. That's a kid <laughs> from Cobra Kai, huh? Yeah. How was it, dude? It was fucking badass, dude. I loved it a lot. And you know what? At first, I was like, it's kind of cringe, bro. Like this Mexican shit they're trying to include in it's very cringe. And then, nah, it got better. It got hella better. And it was funny. The comedic twist they threw into it worked to a charm. Like the grandma apparently was a revolucionaria for fucking Pancho Villa. Mm-hmm. It was hella funny, bro. That's pretty cool. It, well, it was a joke. She was a villista? Yeah, it was a joke. And it was like she came out with a minigun and shit, a big old fucking oh, a machine gun. And then she's like. With the fucking, with the ammunition belt around her, yeah. around her chest. Yeah, and it was it was supposed to be funny. Yeah. And, and it worked. And George Lopez amazingly wasn't wasn't stupid and he was wasn't pretty good. Cringy. He was funny. I feel like his nose keeps growing, dude. Well, yeah, that motherfucker's growing, but to the sides. <laughs> Is he pretty big in that movie? He got he got heavy? Nah, he looks a little like he looks a little chunky, but mm-hmm. but nothing crazy. Nothing too bad? Nah. He looks pretty good. I mean, but it doesn't look good, but I mean he's <laughs> considering he's old, bro. He's old. Ya está más para que para acá, bro. Yeah. You know? He's like a, he's he's part of the rastrillo pickings. It's, you know what I mean? That's last call, dude. But now nah, it was funny, bro. Like that Sholo Madueña kid. In my in my opinion, oh no, I did. I talked about it on the podcast when you were gone. Oh, I think right. No, are you sure? Yeah, because we're talking about the four dollar movies. I don't want to repeat myself, like because people don't want to hear that shit. But. Yeah, what 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 happened was, I think what what was really no, nah, you didn't talk about it. You were talking about how you were gonna go do that all day. Yeah, <laughs> perhaps, but let me see. Yeah, no, I didn't. But yeah, dude, it was just like at first I thought it was cheesy as fuck. And then, like, they made it work. They made it work. It was funny. And then it was accurate. And then I like that the cussing and shit, there was cussing in it, bro. And this was like... Spanish or English? Spanish. And it was like... And it was like real Mexican cussing. It was like full-on slang. Yeah. Like, que pedo and stuff like that. Yeah, like, uh, like, a la chingada. Like, like okay. Shit. Like, it, it worked, dude. It worked. Like, the Spanish was our Spanish. Mm-hmm. 
you know? It wasn't Castilian. Exactly. It wasn't like, estupido, tonto. Yeah. Like, it was like our Spanish. Hijo de la chingada. Like, it was our Spanish. That's good. And then the dad, too. The dad was like a little... Fool, that dad reminds you of your dad, bro. Why, what was he? What was oh, he like? dude. He was so like like wise and... But not, not, not like your dad in the wise sense, but just like the way he's like a family man and just like... I don't know. He just reminded me of your dad. What, what's the premise of the movie? Blue Beetle. So... Uh, Blue Beetle was a was a DC com- was was a comic in the DC universe, mm-hmm. and what had happened is that there's like a scarab that uh, so it's basically like a company trying to make robots for war, like strong people, like grab people who are who are struggling that don't have like that have amputations or have debilitation and making them strong. Mm-hmm. And that's, apparent- what the, that's what the Blue Beetle does, or no, that's what a company in that movie does. But the company's bad. At last, it ends up being bad. And then there's like an ancient, like golden, like like an ancient jewel that's a scarab, and it's supposed to said to contain a lot of the power. But then, like they start using it for bad. They find out that the scarab is being used to. They're, they're going to use it to make a, a world army, like a strong army of, of robots and shit. Mm-hmm. And so this girl that was the daughter of the original founder of that company, she's like, "Fuck that! I'm not going to let that happen." And she like takes the beetle, the the golden, the, it was like a jewel beetle. She takes it, meets that kid Sholo Madueña who was going to like, uh, who's going to a job interview there, and like he takes it and then he takes it home and she tells him don't open it. He opens it and it's like a, it's almost like a symbiote, kind of like okay. Venom, same premise as Venom. So he takes out the beetle and then he like fucking gets. It, it, it infects it infects him and then it, it, it combines like bites him with or him. something or just it well it, it come it, it comes it combines into him he's like a symbiote too he's a perfect host for it and it's it's just it's badass dude and then what does he end up doing well he ends up getting the beetle and then he gets all kinds of powers and then the lady who is like the mean lady who's now the CEO of the company she's like the crazy lady who wants to take over the world she has her own fucking like it's like a dude who who has been with her. Remember, have you seen Apocalypto? Yes. Okay, so the main chief. Too many times, dude. The main <laughs> chief of the Aztecs, El Mero okay. Chingon, El Raúl Trujillo. The big ass looking, the Cuauhtémoc looking one with the big chest. Yeah, he he plays the bad guy. Like he he oh, that's ended, pretty cool. He ends up being good, dude. All the Mexican, all the Hispanic actors were the shit, and they got real good Hispanic actors. Um, and even if they're not known, they did a great job in their role. Um, he ends up he ends up being like the bad guy, and he's the other robot. He's good at playing the bad guy, huh? Oh yeah, dude. He's <laughs> because he has that look to him. He plays the he plays the other bad guy, and he goes and he tries to like fight and take the blue beetle, and so he has to save them and blah blah. And then they steal his family, and then they come after his family. It's pretty good, dude. Sounds pretty good. It was really good, and then they kept saying it was a bust. You don't see us writing though. No. <laughs> The Blue Beetle. But it was really good, bro. Like, like crazy good, I, I think. And, and and at first, I was like, I was like, you know what, bro? It's going to be cheesy. Like, they they finally gave us a movie. Like, because what? I mean, I'm not trying to be like woke or anything because I don't like that shit personally. But we've never complained. And there's been no Mexican superhero. You know what I mean? No. Other than fucking Jay Hernandez and Suicide Squad. He fucking lights shit on fire. He's a pyromaniac. That's about it. You know? 
fucking and, Cheech and Chong. <laughs> well, it was very like it was it was kind of fucked up. Honestly, it made him like a cholo fucking from prison, yeah. and he killed his family and all this other shit. And just like in a moment of rage, and when he rages, he turns into like he turns into a monster or whatever. I feel like they need to make like a a modern day Banchuvia movie. That would be sick. A good one though. Something that actually encompasses what he was fighting for. Him or Milano Zapata. That'd be sick. Or maybe make another Apocalypto type movie, you know? But maybe maybe make this one based off when Cuauhtémoc was fighting off fucking uh, Hernán Cortés. That'd be sick. With incorporate Malinche and all that in it. That'd be really sick. That would be sick, too. I don't know why they haven't made that. I don't know. That'd be the sick. possibilities are endless. And then what else did you end up watching? Barbie, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Oppenheimer. How do the Ninja Turtles do? I didn't like it, but I don't like the Ninja Turtles, though. Me either. I, I never I, liked it I liked ever the since I was a kid. I liked the cartoon a little bit. I think I wasn't like crazy about it, but if it came on, I didn't change it. Yeah, so I don't know. Like I'm pretty like biased on that. I just don't like that movie. Mm-hmm. But Now the real question, Oppenheimer, dude. The fight scene, oh yeah, well the fight scenes in Blue Beetle were sick too, like, I mean, they were sick, dude, like, the the special effects they have today are just out of this world. Great. Oh my god, no question, it's just, it's, it, it, there, there's there's no movie that has, like, bad battle scenes, dude. No, not nowadays. See, look, that's the guy. That's the sister, she ends up getting, like, some tools from the lady that are helping him. Like, that's the dude, like... Yeah. The soundtrack to the movie was fire, too. I heard they got Chalino in there. They got Chalino in there. Vicente. Calle 13. Yeah, I feel like Chalino, that's like the ultimate, like, when you find out someone did good. You know Vicente's a little more mainstream, but Chalino, dude, like... Yeah, see, look. But, dude, like, this kid, it, th- this is going to be, like, overkill. But I don't care. I like that. I just like it. I'm a fan. Obviously, I'm subjective. But this kid was the perf... Was, was DC, he's DC's Peter Parker. Okay. In my opinion. This is, this is DC Universe. Not Marvel. But in my opinion, he's DC's Peter Parker. And if Blue Beetle wasn't meant to be that type of character, well, Cholo Madueña made it that. That's good. In my opinion. You just need to see the movie. He was really charismatic. He was funny. He was quirky. I don't know. Todo yeah. le salía. Because he was decent in Cobra Kai. I saw Cobra Kai. Yeah. As cheesy as it was, but I saw it. Yeah. Like all of them, too. Yeah. He was good in it, dude. And he's older now, so he's got to be like 20. Yeah, Sholo Madueña. Yeah, he was good, dude. I mean, I don't know. I was. I, I went in there. I, I don't know. Maybe I just say that because... I went in there expecting like a little bit cheesy of a movie. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, oh God, this is going to be really cheesy. <laughs> and then, and then no, it fucking, it, it, got a little better. it picked up the pace. It really did. And then the, the soundtrack was dope too. Like in the beginning scene, they had La, la Calle 13. Uh, yeah. 
A trebe te te salte de closet, destapate, quítate el desmalte, dejaré taparte, que nadie va a retratarte, levántate, ponte hyper, prendete, saca la chispa. What's the name of the song? Atrévete. Atrévete, yeah. Atrévete. That's a good song, dude. Hell yeah, bro. That shit was... It was good, dude. What about Oppenheimer, dude? I haven't seen that one. I liked it. I can see why people would say that they did not like it. Um, But it was very... um, You think it was too long or not long enough? It was long. It was definitely long. Um, But what I liked about it was that... what I liked about it was that they dove deep in what Oppenheimer was thinking. Uh And I like that, but not everybody's like that. So people might not like it. So they gave you a real good backstory. Oh, they gave you a real good backstory and they gave you the lens to, through Oppenheimer's eyes, context and everything. They gave you to like what he was thinking, the whole shit, everything he had to go through, how he depicted everything. Like, it was it, it was his mind, you know. That sounds pretty cool to me. I, I, I like stuff like that too, and they go pretty in depth, especially when it comes <laughs> to movies, you know. Well, yeah, it was definitely a movie that it, it wasn't as as action packed, um, but it's a drama, and yeah, I like dramas. Supposed to, be, supposed to be cliffhangers and stuff. I love I love great performances. I love great performance. Like the Irishman, there's not that much drama in it. That's I mean, there's great. not that much action in it, but no, that's a great movie. But it's too, a drama. Man. The acting is so powerful. That movie was real good. Yeah, Joe Pesci. Yeah, he do. He looks so old in that. De Niro, come on, bro. He, he's had a child too. I know that fool's still pumping. That fool ain't shooting blanks. It's crazy. He's a viejo, dude. For what? He's got a good fucking system going. Robert De Niro. Yeah, his son's gonna be like ninety-eight when he graduates. I mean, he's going to be 98 when his son graduates from high school. I don't even think he's going to be alive. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Who else did it too? Uh, Al Pacino too. Al Pacino también. The Italians, bro. Damn, They dude. be pumping. They be punting something heavy. Yeah, I saw Strays in that $4 movie weekend. It was all right, dude. With Will Ferrell. And, and for me, it was the opposite of you with uh, Blue Beetle. I went in the thing. Okay, so, well, I already know this is going to be cheesy, but it's four bucks, you know? Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's rated R, so it's got to be funny, you know? At what time did you go? Late. I went to like an 8.30 showing or something, 8.15. Oh, I went there for that time. I got six for... Oh, so we're probably there at the same time. Yeah. I was in theater nine, I saw Jose. I Jose who? Blends. Well, Jose Cheveria. Yeah, he went, to, he went to... I saw him. He said, what up? But... I wonder where he was watching. Shout out SJ Cuts. He was probably watching uh S and J Barbershop was it called? Yeah, S and J Barbershop. S and J Barbershop. But yeah, he was probably watching Strays too, I think. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I went into thinking, okay, this is gonna be cheesy, but traded R so it'll probably be funny. And I'm the opposite. I went there it was it was more than cheesy. Oh really? That shit was cheesy as it gets, bro. Oh my gosh. Cheesy. I like, wasn't expecting that. Six different cheeses, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. But it was it was funny just because it was so cheesy. It was so cheesy. It was funny. Like a Napoleon Dynamite. Worse. Oh my god. Like I feel like I feel like that's a movie that you have to watch. Like if you're super stoned or drunk. Napoleon Dynamite though holds its own. Like it holds its weight. I could still watch that from start even, to beginning. Even right, though, even though it's, right now, I would not be disappointed. Even though it's cheesy, like it holds its weight. It's so good, dude. Like you're watching it, and you're like, "Fool, why am I into this?" It's so good, huh? Yeah. And you know exactly what's going to happen, word for real, but it's still, you still want to see it. Hey, Lyle. 
<laughs> Dude, that shit's fucking funny. I used to love that old man, Lyle. When he goes, when he grabs a shotgun before he shoots the, the cow, he goes, nothing on here will smooth anymore. But you can't tell what he's saying. I love that movie, dude. Dude, me and Do the me, chickens have large talons? Do they what? Dude, me and, one of, me and my old best friends, bro, in school, we used to go, we used to go, we know when they're eating the sandwiches and the fucking, the yolk juice. Uh, well, <laughs> dig in. The, the shit when he's going, the old man goes, Dude, we used to do that shit all the time in class. He goes over there in that pig pen. I found some Shoshone arrowheads. They're just smacking on the sandwiches all so yeah. disgusting. Ugh. Bro, that's so nasty. He literally just fucking mixes a bunch of that's eggs. One of the, I feel like that whole like ten minute scene when they're working with when they're working there and doing the whole chicken thing, that fair that that's part, part uh, the best uh, quotes from the movie when especially when he's like, uh, "Well, can't find my checkbook. Suppose you know my page and change." Well, it's funny how they're so small community because if you notice the grandma when she goes in there, she goes. <coughs> How is school? When she tells him, like, there's no more stakes, she goes, I got Lyle coming over here to fix that. And it's like Lyle is going to fucking help him out with the stakes. It's funny because it's an actual community they did it in, right? Right there in Utah yeah. or something. Idaho. Idaho, that's what it was. Yeah. But it's real funny, dude. Like, I like that movie, bro. It's a sledgehammer. Dude, Uncle Rico, fucking Pedro, his little Mexican flag. That's just funny. You got like three feet of air that time. Dude, that movie, bro, the fucking vote for Pedro shirts, they used to sell them at Kohl's. Dude, I was all into that. Dude, I was so into that when I was in fourth, I was in fourth grade, I remember. Damn, it's that old of a movie, huh? Yep. Damn. Fourth grade. I would have been like nine years old. Son of a bitch. Wow, that's a long time ago. But yeah, dude, that fucking movie. So that movie's like 18, 18 years old. Bro, how embarrassing. Imagine you go to fucking like Dollar General or fucking some shit or Walmart and you're, or food or somewhere. And then you hear that shit when he's like, he's in front of the register. He goes, Napoleon. And he goes, he goes, go take this back. He goes, we well, you know we can't afford that. Grab some pampers for you and your brother. <laughs> dude. Uncle Rico. Uh, Say it so the whole world can hear. Oh. <gasps> Oh no! What does he say? He goes Napoleon. I said the fun pack. I said the twelve pack, not the twenty four pack. You're just gonna have to mix and match. <laughs> Dude, that Rico shit's... was a dick, huh? Oh yeah. Well, he's a freeloader. That was a good thing he got that fucking steak to the face, dude. You know what he throw at him? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's like a grapefruit or something. Oh no! Uh, Napoleon throws a yeah grapefruit through a grapefruit. his man. Grapefruit, fuck, dude. Dude, he screams hella funny, huh? Yeah. That scream seemed like real. It probably was, dude. When Maybe he gets they out of the car, you can hear the van if you listen. When he turns off the van, is going like it's all fucking overheating and yeah. shit. <laughs> he goes, it probably was too. Why the hell are you throwing crap in my van, Napoleon? Everybody at school thinks I'm a freaking idiot because of you. You're going to clean my van right now. Uh, I love that movie, dude. He thinks he's like a fucking... Dude, they made so many memes of Uncle Rico for football. Over their mountains. Yeah, it's like... it's like, But Tony Romo was quarterback for the Cowboys. They used to put still better than... uh, Uncle Rico still better than Tony Romo. Uh, Yeah, there's a lot of those I see with Uncle Rico and Romo. Yeah. Yeah, that shit's funny. Fucking Kip. Kip. Fonda, huh? Kip. 
She's uh, she's pretty good looking, pretty good, pretty good looking face. <laughs> I just get so T.O. because she hasn't sent me a full body shot yet. <laughs> the, the uncle never believed him. He sells Tupperware, doesn't he? Remember he tries yeah. to that little... The bust? Yeah. <laughs> he goes, why don't you sell some to that girlfriend of yours? It's better to be doing something while you're doing nothing. Because she doesn't need any, that's why. <laughs> yeah, I love that movie. Nobody believed him, dude. Till she came. Hey, Mom, she came what's up, the, Napoleon? She came just, on the bus, huh? Yeah. When he goes, where are you going? Hey, Napoleon, we're just getting laid on getting some prime rub. Try Uncle Rico not to wait up for me. <laughs> <laughs> when he buys that time machine. Oh, my God, bro. Dude, that part is so funny when he goes. <laughs> that's when he throws a steak. <laughs> he throws a steak. He goes, yeah. How about you might bet I could throw a football over the mountains? <laughs> yeah. Coach would have put me in fourth quarter. It would have been state champions, no doubt. No doubt in my mind. You can't believe that things would have been different. I would have been millionaire, soaking it up in a hot tub with my soulmate. Kip, you, uh, I reckon you know a lot about time travel and space. Oh, no, he goes, I reckon you know all about space. and You don't come across anything like time travel? He goes, easy. I've already looked into it for myself. He goes, right on. Right on. <laughs> He's on that old ass computer, huh? Yeah. Dude, that shit's so funny. He's like, hold on. I got to put in the crystals. <laughs> what an idiot, he pulls dude. out the little fake amethyst, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, it's sad. There's probably people like that. Cranks it all the way up. Yeah. And you have to connect it to like the phone line and the fucking wall. Those machines are real too. Yeah. Oh my. Like they actually God. sell those. You know. I remember because I remember on Rest in Peace, dude, Robin Big, dude. Remember that show? Oh yeah, yeah. They did that Big and they Boy Boykin, it. dude. And they thought it was real, and then uh, Big Black's like, "That's not gonna happen." And he bet him. I remember. And they did it, and this clearly didn't work. Then he stomps it out once, wearing some high heels for some reason. Black Lavender, dude. Dude, I used to love that fucking show. Big Boy Boykin. They had those shirts. Dude, I had so many of those. That was the shit back then. Remember Big Black's clothing You know what's line? fucking weird? Fucking, um, what's that fucking annoying ad? LeVar Ball. Mm-hmm. Um, Lonzo Ball's dad. Bro, didn't he like copy his logo? That's what I was going to say. I've seen it. Yeah. I, I never, I was like, bro, I'm pretty sure that's fucking Big Boy's fucking brand. Big Boy Boykin. Big Black. Yeah. What was his name? Big Boy? Big Black. Oh, Big Black. Big Black Boykin. Yeah. Watch, he was so funny, dude. Black. Remember when he wore his man pawn for his? Could he poop himself? Oh, oh my god! Yeah, dude, it's fucking. See, look, there's the there's the Robin Big Black T-shirt, right? It's got the two Bs, and then Double watch. B's. Look at uh, Big Baller brand. Big Baller. Told you, bro. With other Chipotles, fucking bad business. You look big baller brand. You look at uh, where's the where's the shirts look, but it's like two B's. Like okay, I guess they're two B's. Look, but they're like forward. It's pretty I guess. close though, dude. Dude, what the fuck? Six hundred and ninety-five dollars for a pair of shoes. Those are so ugly too. It's like the Pumas from fucking Ross, bro. They're so hideous. That's insane, dude. A hoodie, sixty bucks. All right, that's to be expected. 
What are those shoes made out of? Panda? <sighs> Something. Master Shifu and shit. Dude, that's ridiculous. Who's going to buy that? They're ugly, too. Premium Italian calf leather. Sure it is. With memory foam insoles. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Ain't nobody paying that. I wouldn't pay that, not even how much money I had. Mm-mm. No matter how much money, I ain't paying that shit. They don't look good. Nah, man. You're so, better off buying some Gucci's or Versace's for that price if you're going to spend it. Yeah, if you're going to spend that much, fuck. I mean, damn. I'd rather buy some Gucci slides for 400 What's Honestly. up? Bro, what about veering uh, off topic rooms? But um, what do you got on UFC, bro? Sean Strickland versus Izzy. I, I I feel like I'm I'm, I'm gonna pick Izzy. But yeah, I, but I, mean, I feel like well, that's I feel, the logical thing. But I think Sean Strickland's gonna do a lot better than a lot of people think, including me. Yeah, because I'm th- I'm thinking it's gonna be a blowout, but I think that Strickland's gonna surprise me. Still lose, but I think he's gonna surprise me and yeah. a lot of people. He just doesn't. He just gets touched a lot, and Izzy has shown that he has and power. Beat, and Pineda beat him so easy. Yeah. Well, he just he has that weird style where it was well, because he doesn't give a fuck. He just wants to brawl. He has that weird style though, where he keeps his hands like. Have you ever seen the overly manly man? No, he has that. I might have. He has that. Fucking, You're talking about Strickland. Yeah, and how he, he likes to stand up real straight. Yeah, with his chin up, and in he the couldn't air. do it with Pereira. It was too easy. See, look. Oh yeah, I've seen that guy. Yeah, he tries to fight like that. He has that fucking like crazy stance with his chin up in the air and his fucking and his hands up in front. He goes like this, and he and he parries like every punch like this with his hands out, and he just like touches them and like parries them. Like you, he, he's if he gets into a, if he gets into a war on the inside, bro. That then, style's terrible. And then is he just like? Pereira, so he's like he's really long. Yeah, the reach, the kicks. Well, what people don't realize is, is they don't. I know a lot of people think like Izzy's like cringe or whatever, but in the fucking ring, dude, like in in the in the octagon, like he can strike with the best of them, dude. Oh yeah, he really can. He's so elusive. He's got he's got the swag to it, dude. He's got the good move. He's just like saying he's buttery. And what's what's crazy? He is cringe though. He's really cringe. Too cringe. He sh- if yeah, he should just not even talk. Like, hey, but it sells the fight. It does. It does. And so does Strickland. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't be mad if Strickland won. That'd be dope. I like Strickland. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad either way. But like, just like you asked me, just logically thinking. Oh no, Izzy. Izzy. Izzy all, if you're gonna drop money on it, you go Izzy. And but is it three or five rounds? Oh, it's five. It's championship. It's championship yeah. Yeah. Five. Five minutes. It's not going five rounds. I don't think so. I'm going to go and say second round, Izzy, TKO. I think Strickland will train enough to go past the first round. Well, he's always going to I mean, I mean, Strickland will go. I think he'll make it past the first round. Surprisingly, he didn't make it past Alex, but I think he thought Alex was a not who he thought he was. He thought The that- only way Sean Strickland wins that... Because he doesn't punch hard. He's a volume puncher. He doesn't He doesn't knock people out. He doesn't sleep people. The only way that happens is if Izzy hasn't been training hard enough, which is not going to happen, um, but who knows, if he's taking him lightly and they wrestle and some way or the other, I can see that. Izzy gasses out. If Izzy gasses out, it's going to be a long night for him. But I haven't really seen Izzy gas out before. Yeah, I feel I can see what you're saying too. Yeah, 
But like you're saying, I don't think he's going to gas out because just going back to what you said, I think he's going to, I think he's going to be trained. He's on top right now. He knows. Yeah. That knockout versus Alex Pajeda came in the last round. Mm-hmm. And he knows what's at stake. He knows, and he wants that Duplessis fight. I think. So I'm assuming he's not trying to lose. I don't think I mean, he no wants one, it. No one's trying to lose, but I, I, don't, I don't. Just from what he said at the press conference, I don't think he wants it. it but he it? doesn't. He doesn't not want it out of fear because I think. Yeah, this is not out of fear. I think Izzy sleeps Drakus. In my opinion, I think it'd be a good fight. I I, th- I think he sleeps him. I even think like quick too. Drake Drakus doesn't have a fantastic style. He doesn't have a style that 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 will styles make fights. Mm-hmm. That's. That's that's the I'd law love to of the see land. Duplessis and Strickland. That would be a good fight if, if Duplessis doesn't try to like. I think Duplessis would beat him too. If yeah. he wrestles him, not on striking. Yeah, not on striking. Who knows? That last performance was pretty good by Duplessis. I thought it looked great. Eh, I don't know. He got I, him. Pretty, just, he got him pretty good. But I kind of, but I kind of like Duplessis too. So I'm a little partial. Not on striking for for against Strickland, nah. It's just Izzy's on. That's what I'm trying to say. Like Izzy's on a different level striking, but people don't don't think so because they put the cringe shit in front of it. They let that yeah. shit blind them. No, Izzy's 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 like no other. You can't deny him. It's very. He's got a kickboxing technique. He can. He's very elusive. He knows how to use the octagon to his advantage. Yeah, I don't like when people do that either. Like you're saying, like they try to. They'll put, like, they've seen that cringe thing in front of him. Bro, you got to give credit where credit is due. Izzy's that man. I mean, he fucking... You can't tell me he's not that man. He dethroned Anderson Silva. He's beating all the records in that weight division. Yeah, he lost to Pereira and everything, but look at how he beat him convincingly the second time. Mm -hmm. Goes both ways. They can do a third one. Yeah, that'd be cool, but... He adjusted and came back. You know what I mean? He adjusted and came back. Everyone he's finished was pretty good finishes. And he slept. Yeah. Alex, uh, Alex Vajeda. And smartly too. That wasn't no punch of. I hear a lot of casuals saying, "Yeah, he got lucky." lucky no, he got lucky. Yeah, when you well don't timed. know, when you don't know fighting, yeah, he got lucky. You don't know what you're looking at. It was well timed. The feint was on point. Everything. Everything. The the, what's it called? the the traps were set. Everything. And if you watch the first fight, you can see where 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 they where they trained him on how on Eugene Barryman how they trained him on how to make it happen. You watch the first fight, you can see all the opportunities he missed on that overhand. Yep. It's just like, but those are the same people that say Canelo gets lucky with the traps he sets too. That was a lucky shot. Like, bro, he's been setting that trap up the whole fucking fight. I hate that shit. Yeah, but you can't fight with casuals, dude. It's not a trap. Yes, it is, dude. You act act like these people are just throwing the same bunch. No, they're not. They're doing these feints and they're setting up traps. And they'll, they'll, they'll sit there and argue that it's not true. But you know what they say? It's really hard to win an argument against a smart person. It's damn near impossible to win one against an ignorant person. Yeah, because they don't know they're wrong. Yeah, it's ridiculous, dude. Like, the things that they think that they see and the things that they think that they know is just fucking, like, blasphemy, bro. It's, but you can't argue with those yeah. people because they never lose and they don't shut the fuck up. Luck, is, luck, to me, is when someone just throws a flurry. Like, just fucking... You can tell when they're throwing a flurry just, like, giving it a throw and one lands. And see... That's luck. That's you would say that it's luck. I heard Eric Morales, right? Fucking phenomenal Mexican fucking fighter, boxer. Mm-hmm. I heard Eric Morales. I heard Eric Morales say this shit. Multi division champion. I heard him say this shit, and I was like, "Wow!" I never thought of it like that. 
he was arguing with Nacho Berenstein, another fucking famous Mexican trainer, trained the likes of Julio Cesar Chavez, fucking uh, Rafael Marquez. Pretty um, good. Um, not Rafael. Uh, yeah, is it Rafael? Juan Manuel. Juan Manuel Marquez. Rafael Marquez is a Mexican soccer player. I played for Barcelona. Too many Marquezes. But Marquez. Juan Manuel Marquez, Dinamita Marquez, he trained. He trained fucking um, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. All bangers. He trained Oscar de la Hoya. He trained Oscar de la Hoya. He trained a lot of people. and uh, He's got the credentials. He, yeah, and he's been training for a long time. And um, he, he had him on his podcast, Un Round Mas. And then they were arguing about the punch that Pacquiao threw and fucking slept Juan Manuel Marquez. Mm-hmm. Eric Morales made a very good fucking point. And I never heard this shit. They were like, era un putazo de suerte. Que el que tiró, uh, a lot of people were saying que el, que el, el overhand que tiró, Juan Manuel Marquez fue un putazo de suerte. And, I saw that one too. I and, saw a clip of it on TikTok. Yeah. And he said, no, there's no luck shots in boxing. There's no luck shots in fucking UFC and any kind of full contact sport. There's no luck. Your intent is to throw to hurt the other person, yeah. possibly even knock them out. How can that be luck? And and I saw Marcus saying, um, Marcus on his side of that story, he said that he'd been setting that up all night. No, he was. That he was setting that up. and He, he, he threw it several he, times. He knew that eventually, and they did, and boom. He threw it several times. But that's the thing. That's what, that's what Eric Morales is getting at. There's no such thing as luck, bro. You're throwing with bad intentions. Yeah. It's not luck. Well, people say, no, I know, but you're just throwing it to see what happens. No, you're not. I feel like in boxing, it's it's a lot harder to argue, too. Because I feel like boxing is way more calculated. Yeah. Well, and, and, and it's just like, I, I agree with that logic. I never thought about it, but it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that makes sense. You're not just like, well, I'm going to just fucking throw this. No, you're throwing. You're in trouble. You're like, okay, I got to do something. I got to get the fuck out of here. Like, okay, I practice the mitts with this fucking four-punch combo. Let's see what happens. Yeah, and sometimes when you're knocked out, you're trying to survive. You're wobbled. You're like, I got to fucking, I got to create some space here. You know who does it as Yair, huh? Yeah. You throw like a fucking three kicks with like six punches behind it. Yair's elbows trip. and fucking, it's like when he got Korean zombie. Yair's a trip, dude. And even then, that wasn't luck either. It was meditated. It was He's premeditated. Like, that was his combo. And then boom. That, that was, shit was crazy. That's uh, the weirdest knockout I've ever seen. I feel bad for Korean Zombie in that last fight. But that card's going to be good, man. You got Alexander Volkov, Tai Tuivasa, Tyson that's Pedro. That's I'm excited for more. Tai Tuivasa? Yeah. Alexander, I like that guy. As long, I do, too. I like him a I lot. I like his attitude. I like him a lot. He's very charismatic. He's the, He brought the shoey to the UFC and made it popular. Mm-hmm. But if he does not connect, it's going to be a bad night for him, dude. Yeah, because he's, been, he's been having a little trouble the past year, huh? Yeah, and then, well, yeah, I mean, look at the opposition he fought, yeah, too. Yeah, they're great. Though. You know, it's like he fought C- Cyril Gan. He got fucking Legend. knocked out by Cyril Gan. Um, Has he fought Derek Lewis? Who? Ty? Ty Tuivasa? Yeah, he'd be knocked him out. Yeah, I was going to say, I remember that watching them fight. Derek yeah. Lewis is a good one, too. I love watching Derek Lewis. Yeah. he's funny. He's a good showman. He, well, that last fight where he took off his pants. <laughs> dude, dude, good that fight. He needed that. He needed that. Oh, yeah. Because he had lost, like, fucking four straight. I mean, it was just bad, dude. He was getting beat by everyone. Mm-hmm. So he really needed that. And the UFC kept him because they like him. But Alexander Volkov, dude, that guy is a fucking specialist with striking. He's and he's got too. fantastic wrestling. 
He's a tank too, dude. He's a big guy, dude. He's like Ty's six. Ty's pretty big. What do you think Ty's gonna weigh in at? Two seventy around there. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. I don't think so. Two seventy, bro. He's just strong, dude. Two seventy. But he's just strong, man. No, like if good. he doesn't connect, he's gonna be. He's bad. got those fucking hits too, man. He hits hard. He puts all into it too. But Alexander Volkov's a savage, bro. So if he doesn't connect, like everybody's got a puncher's chance in the heavyweight division. Everyone. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm going to take Ty on that one. And I think it's going to be really close. Yeah. My heart says Ty, but my brain says Volkov. I and mean, Volkov's just, he's better on paper everywhere. He's a bad man. Everywhere. He's better on paper in every department. The only, the only, the only checkbox that he doesn't mark is the strength. Like the strength obviously goes to Ty Tuibasa. Yeah. So but, but, gets... but that's it. And I think. Yeah. His... Volkov's a little more. I feel like his boxing is a little better as far as being like mechanics behind it, the movement. Well, he has a nice high guard. Alexander Volkov has a nice high guard, and then he throws a lot of leg kicks, mm-hmm. which is not good for big guys like fat guys. No, because they're usually not that good at checking them. Mm-mm. Or they take them straight to the gut. <laughs> yeah. And so they throw a lot of leg kicks, like low kicks. And eesh, I don't know. It's just like, how tired is Tai Ivasa going to get trying to break the guard? That's yeah. the real question. Like, seriously, how much kicks is he going to take? Yeah. So he has to drop his guard, and then by that time, it's too late because you're so, injured. But who knows? If he comes in there with a gas tank and he worked on his conditioning, he might have a chance. Because Alexander punch. Volkov does slow down. And he has a puncher's chance for sure. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> but he's just like, don't don't, don't count out Alexander Volkov. He hits hard, too. Oh, yeah. Everybody I hits hard. All those guys in that fucking division. He, he, dude, he's <laughs> he's been around forever. You better on, be careful, dude. Who else is on that card? Tyson Pedro. Justin Taffa. Taffa's good. Yeah, he's real good. That's a good fight right there. Um, um, Cap- Cape. Um, dude, it's going to be a good fight. Kind of excited to talk to see that Tyson Fury and Ganu fight, too. I'm kind of excited to see how Ganu fights, you know, in the boxing. Dude, it's going to be a nightmare. That's a gimmick fight. That's what I'm saying. Kind of, I'm, I'm excited. I kind of know. We all know where this is kind of going to lead. I kind of want to see how he boxes. He looked good on the mitts, but then again, a lot of people look good on the mitts, you know? Well, it's like they say, everybody looks like a champion on the mitts. Mm-hmm. But Carlos Ulberg. What about Chepe? Damn, there's an accident outside, huh? Maybe. Be a third one when I'm here. Yeah, so we got a good, we got a bunch of good shit coming up. Um, yeah, no, that Francis and Ghani. Okay, so we're going. To box. I'm going Izzy. We're going, you're going to Ivasa. I'm going Volkov. Um, Justin Taffa. I'm going Taffa. I think that's going to be a close one, man. Is there any good boxing this weekend? Austin Lane? Yeah, probably Taffa just because of the strength. Boxing? I don't know. I know, uh, you know who lost last weekend was, uh, I guess the weekend before was Ali lost. Oh, Nico Ali Walsh? Mm -hmm. He lost. It's crazy because he, he had the fight almost won in the first four rounds. He did. The other guy adjusted and they ended up beating him, I think, on the scorecard. It's on too sco- soon for him to be losing. On the scorecard, he ended up losing. It's really soon to be losing. And he and, and he also had come off of a tie. That's not good. No, that's what I'm saying. way better. too soon to be losing. His brother's pretty good in the UFC, right? I don't know who it is. Yeah, he's Ali Tamian, Ali Walsh. And he's good, too. 
So there's nothing crazy going on for boxing, right? That Canelo fight's coming up, though. On the 30th. We'll talk about that when it gets closer. Mm-hmm. But, nah, nothing crazy. Nah, that, uh, that's, that fucking, no. That, that Tyson Fury uh, fight, dude, it's going to be a mismatch, dude. He might even end up finishing him. It, it, the, and that's the same situation Fury? there, bro. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah I think Fury's going to finish him. Oh, yeah, dude. I, don't think I mean, look gonna, what he did to fucking Deontay Wilder, dude. I don't think he's going to knock him out cold, but it's going to he's not, he's not, be a 10 count. He's just not going to be able to recover. Dude, Francis Ngannou doesn't have fantastic striking. He's just a strong motherfucker. And then look at the size difference. I mean, as far as uh, length and all that. If I had, dude, I like how people try to point out Tyson Fury's body, bro. He's shown time and time yeah. again; it does not fucking matter. You are stupid. That shit bro. works for him. It's it, it, yeah. It's kind of it's kind of even at disappointing the, to get beat by a guy like that. But dude, even at the press conference, and Gon was kind of grabbing his little rolls and shit, and then yeah, and then Tyson Fury was just making light of it because he knows he's like, all right, bro. Well, he said he goes, "This fat bastard's gonna kick your fucking ass." Dude, he's dude. He's the way said he it. moves, dude, with the stomach out, shit's oh crazy. Oh my god, huh? dude! On the ropes, he's, he's a great. He's like a fat Ali. He recreated the rope of dope. That shit's funny, huh? He recreated it in a fight against uh, something Tom Schwartz, I think, the German fighter. He recreated that shit. I'm a and it was man. accurate as fuck. He said it before, dude. He said it already, bro. He's like, there's no man that can beat me. There's no man that can free me from his mother's cunt. He said, dude, there's <laughs> no man. Who's going to beat him? Nobody, dude. No one. Nobody. Someone might give him trouble like Deontay did, but look, still won. And that's the thing, too, man. Look, say what you want. Deontay Wilder hits harder than Francis Ngannou. Yeah, Deontay Wilder would be Ngannou, too. And I think he'd finish him faster than... Fury. Now, here's my take on that. De- Deontay Wilder is not a polished boxer. No. So I feel like Francis Ngannou actually has a better chance against Deontay than against Tyson. Dude, Tyson Fury's a master boxer. He moves so good. He, he, it, it, it's very weird because you don't expect him when you're in there, bro. He's like, he's smooth, bro. He's and so feel, fluid. And I think it makes it worse that he's awkward like that. Because you don't know, like, he doesn't project his punches. So you don't know what the fuck's happening, bro. He 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 fights almost like an active, almost like an active Philly shell. He's constantly in a Philly shell, and he keeps throwing his arms like that, yeah, like awkwardly to make you think you don't know what's gonna happen. And then he sometimes I feel like he switches it to where he almost doesn't like he almost does that like he almost like pushes his waist out, you know, like when he gets in the corner. Oh yeah, almost like a fighting Irish stance. It's like the fuck. It's it's, it's well, something then, else and, to watch. And then he knows how to use his weight. He throws all his weight on you on the ropes. Makes you carry him. Uses, like you're saying, uses the jab really well. Dude. He's not always going for that big fucking hook or whatever. Well, then when you think you're going to hit him, like he he makes people tire out too. Because in heavyweights, bro, like every punch is heavy. It, it, it's heavy. And then you're you're wasting stamina doing that, especially if you're not. Because you're heavy, bro. Well, then the size weight. of the fist, the size of the glove, everything. The surface area on it. Well, then when you think your whole face, dude. Well, well, then when you think you got him, he doesn't. You don't got him, because like I'm saying, bro, he has this weird, like really tight Philly shell guard, but it's almost like so his front, so his his lead foot is is right in front 
almost like close to his shoulder in terms of length, just a tad to where he keeps his hand out there. So you think, and he leans in just a tad to where you think you can connect. And then right when you throw punches, he backs up, he moves, he shucks, he drives. And you always get this false sense that you can hit him, but you can't. No. And then like you're saying, I think him, by him putting that leg where his shoulder is, when he throws that jab or the hook, it makes him longer. Yeah. It almost elongates like the way, you know, the way Diaz tries to do, you know, where they kind of like turn the shoulder, gives him like four more inches of fucking reach. It's like Diaz yeah. doesn't hit hard, but sometimes he gets that puncher. Like people think that's not going to hit him. And he fucking somehow turns like a seven foot reach and gets someone and slaps the shit out of him. Yeah. And obviously Fury just does it way better. Yeah. And like you're saying, with all that weight behind that punch, the snap yeah. that he has in the end of his punch, everything. And he got stronger, dude. Like, ever since he switched with Jorge Capetillo, he fucking, he, he got some strength in him, bro. Like, he's a bad man. Like, he's a volume puncher as well. And he's had a lot of, like, fucking technical finishes. But it's, like I'm saying, bro, it's very, it's, it's, it's very, it's very tricky when you go in there with him. You expect something else. And then, yeah, I'd say his offense is like a nine. Yeah. And then his defense is, is, I'd say at least an eight. I mean, you got to give him a 10 on offense, though, because he's never lost. Yeah. And his defense is an eight or better. And he's never been in big trouble. So it has to be a 10. His defense, no matter what. His defense is great, dude. It is. The only fight that I've seen him struggle in is obviously with Deontay Wilder. Uh huh. Because of the knockouts. He hits so fucking hard. He- and believe it or not, Casuals ain't going to know with this one, but against Otto Valin. Against Otto Valin, bro. He fucking. Otto Valin, in, in one of the exchanges, he kind of got him like. With a snapback like like lead, mm-hmm. and he fucking cut open his eyes Ooh. so bad, it was bad, dude. Like right under the eyebrow. No, on the on the actual eyelid. Oh, that's even worse. It was completely open. Could you imagine the stinging of that? Well, well, well. Not just that. You run the risk of a doctor stoppage. Yeah, because you can't put Vaseline on that. Cuts in the eyelids are big, big, big no nos. I mean, they'll stop fights because of that. So he must have got him right when he closed his eye. Well, Jorge Capetillo did a fantastic job. A fantastic job. Tyson Fury gave him an extra $100,000 for that fight because of, dude, he stopped the bleeding. Jorge Capetillo got a lot of exposure from that performance. He was the cut man that night. That's ridiculous. To stop it on an eyelid? Dude, it was you gotta huge. Know what, you got to know what you're doing. Dude, it was huge. Huge. The only person that ever came close to that is Stitch Duran. That's it. Like, as far as, like, managing a cut. I was a pretty good cut, man, on Fight Night Round 3, dude. <laughs> Me on Fight Night Round 3. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. the little joystick. <laughs> yeah. Cold compress. You remember that? Yeah, that shit was Dude, how cool. come they can't make any good boxing game They're anymore? working on one right now. I hope so, because I, I, I played one that was trash, dude. What was it called? I forgot what it was called, but Mark had it downloaded. Horrible. I haven't had a good game since Fight Night Round 3. Fight Night Round 3 was good. That was EA Sports, huh? Look at that. Oh, man. Yeah, it was bad, dude. He um, That that Otto Balin guy, and honestly, that Otto Balin guy did not, um, he didn't win just because he got so focused on that cut. He got really, really, really focused on that cut. Damn. And once he got focused on that cut, he he kind of forgot like the he forgot the the I don't know he just forgot like the Why plan in a luchador mask cuz he 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 was he was paying homage to Mexico oh he actually came out in mexican gloves and yeah, mexican shorts i thought it was 
his color, but it's not his colors, I guess, because he's not Irish. No. But yeah, he came out and fucking, he was like, he came out in Mexican shit. That's Tom Schwartz. He's looking like he's wearing the butterbean ones right there. <laughs> yeah, he was wearing those when he came to the United States. Um, but yeah, dude, it was crazy, bro. It was a crazy ass fight. But yeah, thanks to thanks to Jorge Capetillo, bro. He fucking he survived that shit. But honestly, I felt like I felt like the the doctor and the they, they kind of gave him a chance because he's the champ. They were like, "Fuck it, we're gonna let you fucking fight." Yeah. See, look, that's Jorge Capetillo right there. Give the people what they want. That's Jorge Capetillo. And who's he, he training right now? He Just... trains Brandon Moreno. Oh, he does. Yeah. I can't wait to see him fight again. He's got to be knocked on soon. Now it's already been a few months. Yeah. Well, Jorge Capetillo had some bad history, but he seems like he cleaned it up. He's doing good now. That's good. He was responsible for the... Oh, and he trained Andy Reese too. He was responsible for the damn Yesel? Yep. Yeah, I thought I heard his name. Jorge Capetillo. That's where I heard his name then. With Antonio Margarito. Why would you do that, bro? Well, who knows? I don't know. That shit's crazy, bro. I can't believe he did that. Because when he's such a stand-up dude now, like, it's just... Who knows, man? Te gana, güey, la ambición. I don't know. It just gets to you, I guess. But it's interesting, bro. We'll see. We got a lot of good shit planned up. Um, We'll probably appeal that other podcast. It was really good. But it is on Spotify and Amazon Music. Yeah. So they don't censor shit, especially when it's cited and things like that. I might, mean, have to, uh, might have to even upload it on Twitter. If we make a Twitter once we get a little more followers, because they don't censor anything either. Yeah. That's where Theo Vaughn had to re-upload his. Yeah, so we're we're definitely gonna do that. Uh, like I said, I'm still working on the scary stories. I, it's coming, I, dude. One month. Uh, yeah, I know. I need I need to get with it. I guess you're gonna kick it off at the end of this month, right? That way you kind of yeah. Segue was, I, I have stories. I'm just I'm writing. I need I need a couple in the chamber. Yeah, at least three. Because I don't want to like record and then I don't have anything left. Yeah. You know, I have a I, that's what my orange uh, notebook is in there. That I call it, it's the vault. Mm-hmm. To have all my scary stories in there, so I want at least five stories written out. I have I have four, so I want at least five stories. And by the way, they're scary stories and they're creepy pastas. Now, creepy pastas are supposed to be like you in the story, supposedly. I'll do a couple of those, but like my my stories are going to be on a different premise, more like storytelling. Okay, because like creepy pastas are like I took a road trip to the middle of nowhere. First person. Yeah, like, have you heard of those? Yeah. I went with my wife to the middle of nowhere as we were going on a road trip. Like I was those. listening to some of those on the way back from Mexico in Spanish and English. Yeah, so creepypastas are basically you're in them. Okay, that's That's what cool. a creepypasta is. And scary stories can be whatever. It's a but first-person shooter. Yeah. I'll do some of those, too. Those are pretty cool. I could do that. Um, but those are coming. Um, in October's anything? right around the corner, dude. All this pumpkin stuff, I dude. I know, dude. Look, I already got... Fucking a little bit of shit I out got there. My, I got my pumpkin spice this Friday on my way to Ooh, Mexico. I did too. I had a half calf. Half calf pumpkin spice is kind of cold, but a it's pumpkin, all right. I had a pumpkin cream latte, whatever Ooh. it was. No, no, I just got a iced coffee, two stevias, pumpkin cream. I like that shit, but it's like, but canela is really common for us. Oh, yeah. Every time I make an iced coffee, I ask for sugar in there. Yeah. I mean, not sugar, cinnamon. cinnamon. It's normal. Yeah. I love cinnamon, dude. Did we not top did we not talk about something? I'm trying to think. But I think we touched on everything relevant. Yeah, I think we touched on everything, sports and everything. NFL's back. Everyone's excited, obviously. 
Hell yeah. We've been needing that, man. We've been needing that Sunday. Because these Sundays have not been hidden lately, dude. Mm-mm. These Sundays have been too much of Sundays lately. And now when you can get up on Sunday and look forward to who the opposition is playing, who your team's playing, it just hits a different, dude. Gives you that excuse to fucking uh, light up the barbecue or whatever you got going on. Whatever your yeah. festivity is for Sunday night football. Was well, definitely different too. It's like just football Sundays just hit completely different. That's for sure. Everything you go, you, you go drive downtown. You see people in their jerseys and this, this, and that. And you see the demographics. You're like, damn, he wouldn't look like he'd be that type of fan. <laughs> You're like, okay. And you're like, oh, there's Jets fans here in California. Okay, okay. Well, now more than ever since Aaron Rodgers at the helm. Yeah, you start seeing with things like start, and then you start picking up on trends. All of a sudden. If the Lions are 10-0, you start seeing, like, Lion jerseys at Food Flush. Like, okay, okay. See where the, this is going. The famous the famous um, Bart Simpson meme when he's coming out of the bushes. Yeah. Is it Bart Simpson? No, it's Homer. Homer. Who's Bart Simpson? The son. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's the Homer Simpson. I didn't really watch The Simpsons that no, much. No, I watched The Simpsons a lot, dude. Mm. Tell me what. <laughs> that fucking guy. I love Fox. Fox has some good stuff on that. Oh! Yeah. Uh, I've never really watched it. The movies were good too. Really? I even had the video game. I like The Simpsons right at Universal. Yeah, Helen's all right. But I don't it's really. It's my favorite for sure. But that's. Uh... They, they, I think that one he's updating for sure though. That ride. To make it a little more modern. I mean, it's. I like it. <laughs> it's classic. It's just classic. I mean, it's like the Despicable Me ride. It's the same concept. Same format. Same thing as like the Kung Fu Panda ride. It's like a 4D fucking experience. Like you're in a virtual roller coaster. Yeah. But I'm tapped out, man. I'm tapped out, that's too. That's all dude. I got, bro. Hopefully. Yeah, that's all I got, too. All right, man. Tapped out like the clothing line that's back right. in the day, dude. I tapped used to fucking out. love that clothing line. Tap out. I used, have, I used to have at least eight of those shirts. I gave my I gave one of my shirts to my little brother that came Velasquez one. Mm-hmm. The tap out, tap out lo- locals. Yep. And then he made up his own to throne, remember? Yeah. I gave <laughs> I gave him that, but it's still out there. It's still it's still in uh still in motion. I think I have at least one or two tap out shirts. I just I couldn't bear to throw them away dude when I saw them in my old stuff. It's like you know I'll just cut the sleeves off. Or something, you know. Yeah. A tap out shirt, I bet you kick so much ass. <laughs> American fighter. Remember those? Yeah. At Walmart. Yep. They had like CM Punk, CM Punk had his own line. And there was an Affliction. MMA Elite. There was Affliction also. Mm-hmm. With the Ned Hardy hat, huh? Yeah. Ah, Ed Hardy, that's funny. Some shit. Rock Republic jeans, you also you were doing it. Yeah. Banana Republic. Or some white va- <laughs> some white vans. I never wore none of that shit. Some white vans? Bro, I was fucking ghetto, dude. I used to wear South Pole like crazy. I used to wear a lot of South Pole from JC Pennies. A lot. And an Echo shirt? Yeah. <laughs> Echo, I would wear Sean John too. A lot of Sean John. Some G Unit shoes? I had G Unit. You were doing it, dude. Dude, I had G Unit shoes. I had G Unit clothing, bro. Me too. I had the G Unit motherfucking gangster MFG. Dude, I had all that shit. But that was like when I had my- the had the shady clothing too. Remember that one? Yeah, shady. I would wear that only when they took me to uh, trendsetters of the malls, mm-hmm. the, the store trendsetters. Yeah, they, but there they, or the outlets over there in Pismo. Yeah, I liked the Sean. I liked the Sean John shirts. Those were savage. Yeah, the I remember P. Diddy my clothing. Oh yeah, Sean John was oh, cool. Dude, he had good cologne too. Dope, dope. <laughs> Fucking dope. I used to like the Hollister, like the like the Hollister, Hollister, the clone only. I like the clothes. I didn't like the clothes. Too Mexican for me. 
Hollister? Yeah. Nah. American Eagle, all that plucking. American Eagle was a shit, dude. Eesh. I, I never liked that shit. I didn't like the other era, Pulse, the one. Yeah. That was like the ghetto version of it. It just all looked the same. Like, it was just like, if you weren't a little preppy kid. Aeropostal like, was like, you wanted that look, but you didn't want to spend $30 on a t-shirt. I didn't want, I didn't like so You went and got like three for 30 Aeropostal. I didn't like it. I don't like that thick fucking embroidery on your fucking shirt. That, that doesn't even exist anymore. It, no, it that's doesn't. not a style anymore. Nope. The preppy thing went away. And when I was in school, bro, fuck, man. Girls used to look hot in that shit. I love that look. I used to like that look. Like, girls used to wear the preppy, like, Aeropostal uh, polos. Oh, man, dude. The Hollister, too. The girls used to look hot in that, bro. When I was in school, man, that shit was dope, bro. Girls had that look going. I used to only get the, the V-necks from, from, from Hollister, and the, the beanies were clean. Yeah. It was just black with a little Hollister logo. But that was legit. That was a legit thing, and it's gone now. No, yeah. I've never seen well, anybody dressed. because they were racist. Who gives a fuck? So is Adidas. Hollister was like racist, racist. Like, they got convicted in everything in court with how they put like Mexicans and black people in the back to work. Like, it actually got proven. Like, there's a whole Netflix documentary on it. It's crazy. And so is Adidas. That, that kind of played too. But yes, it was just- So a, is iPhone. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> You know what I mean? I think Hollister, it's kind of weird that, that the Hollister would end because it's kind of a timeless look. Yeah. They didn't go too crazy with the fashion. They were, there was Most of the shit was just plain, if you really think about it. Just like washed jeans, V-necks. Yeah. But I, it's funny. I go to the high. I've I seen like the high school kids and the middle school kids and that looks gone, dude. Like the preppy look, like the preps. Yeah. That was even a fucking group back then of kids. The preppers, the preppies, the, the preps. The high school preps, the preppy kids. Yeah, we had the jerking era too, though a lot. That was huge. The what? Jerking era. What's that? How, you remember the jerking era? The dance. Yeah, but that was a huge. And when I was in high school, I mean, people had their own crews. Oh, it was a, it was a whole style. Oh shit! Like of clothing. Yeah, the way you were dressed, you'd be you'd wear like the most of the time black or white vans. The all black vans or all white vans, either white or black Nike socks. The khaki shorts, remember? Yeah. And whatever color pro club you wear or whatever color plain tee. And then you'd wear like the big old huge foxtail lanyards, the fucking Mitchell and S snapback with the green underlid. Oh, wow. Usually a Chicago Bulls hat. Oh, shit. That was a style for like, that was a solid two years. I remember the jerking era. Like 09, 11. Damn, I didn't even know. You remember? You, and you went to a bigger school. Everyone though. used to wear the khaki shorts. Yeah, you went to a different school. There wasn't that much clicks at yeah. our school. No, the... I think I'd say 60% or 70% of people were dressed like that. It didn't matter what ethnicity or whatever, social class, that was just the style. Yeah. But that is a diminished club. Like, there's a diminished group of kids, like the, the the preps. It's gone, dude. The preppy look is gone. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. This is a nice look. It's a really nice especially, look. Especially, yeah. Especially, I remember when I swear that when I was in better shape, like 19, you'd get that shirt and they'd hug only on, it had really tight sleeves. So it was sick, dude. Yeah. It was the perfect fit. Hugging Put around, on, make your arms look bigger. Like, oh shit! Hugging around sick. sleeves. You go looking. Yeah, you get. The I good. used to wear chaps. Chaps was good too. Chaps polos. That's what I used to wear. And my dad's clothes fit me, so I would. That shit was dope. I used to wear a lot of my dad's clothes because his clothes fit me. Mm-hmm. And uh, fuck, man, good trade off right there. Oh yeah, well my dad bought good shit. Save you a lot of money too, dude. My dad bought hella good shit. You know he fucking always dressing in polos, nice shit. Mm-hmm. My dad didn't buy no cheap shit. Yeah, I love polos. Dude, I still wear polos. 
it was funny. My dad always had Nikes, Levi's, and fucking polos, like nice polos, always. So if I ever wanted to fucking dress all nice, I used to wear his shit. <laughs> yeah, I love polos. I don't like them anymore. I, I still like them. I need to make some company polos. Carhartt makes a good polo too, man. Yeah, that's the only polo I wear just because it fits right. Carhartt's good and it doesn't shrink. No. The Carhartt is true to size. My problem with polos and the majority of them is that they're so fucking tight around the midsection. And All the, of them. And the chest. All of them. Right? Yeah, but I'm okay with the chest being tight because, you know. It fits better. Aesthetic reasons. Like, some people don't like them for other reasons. But for me, for my aesthetic build of what I have, I don't mind them being tight around the chest at all. My problem is the stomach. You know? Like, they're so, because I have big love handles and it just hugs. And for me, I hate when shirts taper at the bottom. I can't fucking stand that when they're loose in the back. Oh, it, yeah. For me, it doesn't look right. For me, it's hard to find shirts regardless because because I have a long-ass torso. I feel like my body at the waist is, I feel like 60% of it's up top and 40% is on the bottom. Yeah. So it's fucking annoying. Like, I can never find shirts. If I get an XL, if it's perfect. Now, I wash it once. and it's done. Like, it's fucking, maybe, it's, maybe it's at the waist. You know, yeah. and usually you want a shirt an inch or two below the waist, like a normal shirt. Yeah. It's normal the first time I wear it and then can't even fucking wear it no more. And then if I buy... If I buy an XL tall, then it looks fucking stupid. Yeah. Looks too long. It looks like you're wearing yeah, a dress. Like, what do I do? So yeah. it's hard for me to find the right shirt. And the only shirt I find that could do it, going back to what you said, is Nike brand shirts. Those were good. And Carhartt, e- too. And even then, only specific ones. Yeah, there's certain lines of polos of Nike that don't fit. But Carhartt, they're pretty true. Yeah. Well, they're just so even. And you, and you, and I feel like you get a good two years out of them like before they start to wither as far as them holding their shape. Like, the fabric will still be great, but as far as holding its shape, like, two years of washing them, like, you know, two, three times a week. Well, I have a fucking Carhartt polo. I've had it for years, and it still looks the same as when I bought it. Not the colors-wise, but, like, the actual fitting, like, from the from yeah. the bust, the chest, the and the stomach area is still the same. Yeah, mine's, like, three years, and it's start, it's some now it's starting to, like, kind of get a little loose at the bottom. That's about it, but, I mean, three years is great. <laughs> To get three years out of a twenty-five dollar shirt, that's not bad. How can you hate on that? Can't hate on it. And then they're always that heavyweight like material. It's nice. Yeah, it's thick. Have you noticed car got huge over the years? Yeah, it did. I a remember. Lot. I remember. A nice work car in high school. It was just me, and for whatever reason, like the FFA kids would wear all it. the Cowboys. But I used to wear it a lot because my dad, who used to wear, he'd always buy those jackets, and I was like, damn, their clothing's pretty nice. My dad used to, I didn't, I, you know, it's funny. I never liked it in high school. My dad did. Yeah. I remember your dad used to wear the shirts. Yeah. And I remember we used to wear the shirts back then too. And like, it was just like. I never liked it. And now all of a sudden, like I'd say in the last, I'd say what, two years? Yeah. Everyone wears it. But it's funny too. Like, it was kind of funny because when I started, when I started operating heavy equipment, I don't know. I just wore it. Like, I, I don't know. It was comfortable. And then the wick, they had the, like the wick stuff yeah. where you, where you sweat, but it doesn't like. Yeah. What's it called? The Carhartt Force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you sweat and, and you it was know, like a blend shirt, huh? Yeah. And then it had a perfect fit and it wouldn't stick to you. And then it wouldn't get all wet. And like it wouldn't stink like, like, uh, like, hum- like, you know, that humid, nasty smell you yeah, get like when you sweat you- and yeah, yeah. when you're working outside. I mean, you know what that's like working outside. Yeah. And like they, they're the only people who offered a shirt that didn't do that. So I wore that. And then it was funny too, cause people used to make fun of me, like, Oh, you're a cowboy now. It's like, no, but it's like, bro, like I had to wake up early and just like, I got some boots 
not because like I was trying to portray like a cowboy, but it was so much easier to just, just wake up where? and just fucking boom, boots on, boom, let's go. Like yeah. it was just so fuck. I I don't like tying shoes personally, and that happens to me even with my shoes now. And it's not like because I can't tie Kinda my like shoes. The, you tie them just right so you can slip them on, huh? Yeah, I can fucking tie my shoes no problem. But it's just like I w- even all my my running shoes and all my fucking sneakers. All of them, bro, are have all of them. I can show you. None of them are the laces undone. They're all done. I just slip them on. Yeah, I only have my mock toe boots like that. Like you're saying, like I have my, what are those called? The Nike uh, Air Maxes. Same thing. I tie them perfectly. So I just have to slip my foot in there and pull the heel in. It's perfect. Yeah. So that's just the way it is, man. But yeah, Carhartt, yeah. Last year is all of a sudden everyone wears it, which is not a bad thing. I'm just saying, but I think it's just an observation. But people like Action Bronson make it real popular. It's like a yeah. fashion statement now. Like you'll see someone, like I'm saying, like 501s, like super clean, plain Carhartt tee and like some Air Forces and a fitted hat. And that's like. But it's always kept a stain too. Like 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 a 50, think, cent, 50 Cent wore the fuck out of it. Yeah. And I think it's just because the, the value is so good, dude. You get what you pay for. I mean, it's not even that. It's not that expensive, but it's not cheap. But real great value there with Carhartt shirts. Yeah. With all their stuff, honestly. Yeah. And, then, and, and like, it lasts a long time. Like you're saying, going back to that, I mean, they they wore it with Tim's in New York, you know? That's like the style. Yeah. Because the color matches, you Tim know, you get that heavy jacket. Yeah. And you got the concealed carry inside, little pocket. <laughs> you need it down stuff there. Stuff nine in there, huh? You need it down there. Mm-hmm. da da dang da 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 dang dang Listen to my nine millimeter go bang. And just like that, dude. I once knew a homie by the name of Peter. Had to cut them down with, with my, my nine millimeter. Say what the but about stupid. KRS one. Yeah, dude, back in the day. But yeah, man, that's it, man. We'll go ahead and uh, we'll end it there. We'll be back next week with another episode of Bro Sapiens. Check out the UFC fights. Football is back. Enjoy it with your families. Pull up that fucking pit. Snap open some beers. Relax. Have a fucking fun Sunday. And let's get it, baby. Let's see. The road to Las Vegas has started. Super Bowl in Las Vegas in the Allegiant Stadium. Who's going to go? We don't know. But we're going to be there for show. Ooh. Ooh. Just like that, we're ending it. Let's go, baby. Uh.